Hey everybody, this is episode 59 of Hear Us Out, a podcast that discusses everything from fashion and lifestyle to why sweet corn is superior to creamed. I'm your host, David. I'm Allie. And I'm John Paul. Each episode, we'll all pick topics of things we really enjoy, love, etc., and a topic of something we think is overrated or lame. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode 50. Welcome to, ep- <laughs> Welcome to episode. Welcome. Well, okay. Hey, it's episode 59, y'all. Welcome to it. What's up? Um, One away from the big six. Oh. Even though. Oh, yeah. You know, 60 is not really a milestone anybody looks for, is it? 60? Yeah. Um. No, but I feel like every 10 episodes feels pretty good, you right, know? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like 10 times 2. That's like 20 weeks worth of episodes. Yeah, that's a lot of your time. Yep, a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, once we get past 100, maybe the 10s won't matter as much. But for now, you know, every, every, uh, not centennial, decadial, Deca- you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> feels good. It does, yeah. I, I like the, I like the nice even 10s. <laughs> yeah, but we're not there yet. No, yeah, so this episode is going to be kind of, wah, wah, you know? <laughs> Garbage. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, how you guys doing? Doing fine, doing fine. How you guys? I'm doing good too. Can't complain. Can't complain. I was just living breezy in the uh, Queen City of the Midwest. Absolutely, living breezy. Yeah. Is it super duper hot over in your guys' place too? Yes. Oh yes, David. Mm. I'll tell you what. Springfield, Missouri, is seeing highs of 103, 101 plus for seven days in the foreseeable future. You know, mm-hmm. we haven't hit. We haven't hit temperatures like this since 2006. We're entering what you call a uh, flash drought. All right. <laughs> we have some listener mail. How could we not with Ooh, all this hot content? Nice. Get it? That was that was a weather pun. Ooh. Hot content? Yeah. Hot. Hot. Yeah, okay. Go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, our friend uh, Gavin comes to us from Instagram. <clears throat> He's got a, a good question for us. He says, all right. He doesn't talk like that. He says, all right, here's my question for the cast. Are we... Still rocking with skee ball or no? You guys rock with skee ball? Gavin wants to know. I fucking love skee ball. I worked at a bar. Uh, the last bar I worked at had a skee ball machine in it, and um, whenever it was slow, I would just go like get one of my tips and throw it in there and just like try to get high scores. And um, it was a great time by myself. Yeah, I could. Uh, skee ball's okay. I have no problem with skee ball, but if I had never played it again in my life, I would be totally okay. Well, I think Allie and I are gonna be okay. Are you gonna be okay, Allie? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Allie really likes skee ball. Yeah. I love skee ball. Every every time I have one of skee balls, it's like that that wooden ball, right? Or you know yeah. whatever they make it out of, and they have the cage. And I don't like. I don't think of like rolling it nicely into the ten thousand slot or is it one thousand? I don't know. Uh, but uh, I just want to like smash the cage with the ball every time. That's that's all I can think <laughs> of with this heavy oh. wooden ball. It's like, and like it's like maybe I could break this cage. Nice. That makes a lot of sense. That's uh, I can understand why you don't have fun with uh, <laughs> simple childlike games now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I was like, ah, probably stay away from ski ball. <laughs> <laughs> David only likes to play the punching bag game where you like, punch it as hard as you can. Yeah, I don't like to play that either because I can never punch it very hard. I've never. I don't think I've ever played it once. I, have, I haven't either. I'm not lied. I don't need an. I don't need to like quantify how much of a pansy I am. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Oh, one hundred two. <laughs> yeah, cool. My friend got like two thousand, so that's great. 
<laughs> All right, and we got an email. Uh, guys, it's a black pass. It's from our friend Haley. It's the Haley Thurman train. Choo-choo! Uh, she starts off... I haven't read this yet, by the way. She starts off, all aboard! All caps. Nice. As it should be. Uh, she said, I hear y'all need some emails. Pause. Uh, this is a pity email, just so you guys know. Oh, Haley. I'll take it. I'll take it. Haley. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, you know, it's better... You know? Between Gavin... What is it, Gavin? Gavin, yeah. Gavin, yeah. Between Gavin and Haley, that... You know, this is... <laughs> this is all we have. Uh, so she says, I hear y'all need some emails. So the Haley Thurman train is here with some commentary. Boop, boop. Okay. Uh, Hanson is 100% the most suburban band. Thank you. They, yeah, that was a good call, David. <laughs> they throw a beer festival in their own hometown, and they're the headlining band. Can't get more suburban than that. <laughs> uh, fun fact, their hometown is Tulsa, Oklahoma, right? Isn't that true? I think so. I don't know. Well, don't, nobody look it up. Just to be just, right. it just is enjoy Tulsa. the fact. All right, I it like is, it. It is now Tulsa. <laughs> uh, also, if you want to paint as a group, give give a Bob Ross painting a chance. I didn't think it was really my thing, but I really enjoyed it. And if you really want to make some scooping cat box, makes okay. If you really want to make scooping cat boxes even easier, get you a sifting litter box game changer. Mm. Mm, no, mm. like yeah, sifting for gold, except for cat nuggets this time. Yeah, well, I, I like to pan for gold uh, with, with my with my hands, you, I, so to speak. You know? you're, you're like the guy in the creek with your own sifter, as opposed to <laughs> yeah. like the the corporate sifters. <laughs> the, yeah, the corporate sifters. I like to just like use my little homemade thing. As soon as I find a nugget, put it in my teeth, make sure it's the real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Break it off. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> that's fresh. Um, <laughs> she goes on to say, going back a few episodes. John, if you like anthology series, you should watch Amazing Stories on Apple TV. It's really good. I love y'all. I want to be a guest star soon. Choo-choo! Haley. Right on. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's some good commentary. It's good. Thank you, um, thank you, Gavin. And thank you, thank you, Haley. Yeah. And if you want to be like Gavin and Haley and all these other badass mofos that have come before them, which I think pretty much was mostly them, mm. you know, there's nobody get offended, all right? Uh... <laughs> But, yeah, if you want to reach out to us, you can do that where, Alec? You can email us at podcasthearusout at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at podcasthearusout. Just look for the sad balloon. That's right. And uh, we love hearing from our friends just as much as we like polling our friends. It's the Hear Us Out poll. Nice. Uh, yeah, David came in with another hot question two episodes ago. He asked, which musical would you watch if you had to watch one? That was, which musical would you watch if you had to watch one? Uh, David and I grew up on musicals. Allie, did you watch as many musicals as we did? I don't, I don't believe so. I think I watched them more as an adult. Mm. Okay. But I have, watched, okay. I have watched quite a few. Denise, Denise has opened up my eyes a little bit. Ooh, nice. Oh, good. Good job on Denise. They're fun. Uh, the options are Moulin Rouge, The Greatest Showman, Les Miserables, West Side Story, The Little Mermaid, <laughs> Oklahoma, <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. You just... Threw in like one Disney movie in there, David. Well, I mean, I that's, tried to get all, nice. all genres and like Disney's huge musical, and I was like, well, maybe someone likes those kind of musicals. So I was like, all right, Little Mermaid, it, it is. <laughs> yeah, but I, but like The Lion King is more, more iconic for musicals. It, it's right? way more iconic, yes. <laughs> so I could have <laughs> chose a different one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, well, I mean, The Little Mermaid, it, that's totally fine. And uh, but nobody liked it. Uh, what? In, 
Yeah, nobody voted for it. We got oh. <laughs> we got seven votes, and in fourth and third place was Les Miserables and West Side Story with fourteen percent of the vote. Les Mis and West Side Story. Les Miserables and <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> Les Miserables. It's Les Miserables. <laughs> Les Miserables and West Side Story. In second place, with 29% of the vote, was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. First place, 43% of the vote, was Moulin Rouge. Right on. Oklahoma didn't get anything, which is weird, because most of our listeners are from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would think. Maybe they've, ha- maybe they've just had enough. You know? oh, probably, yeah. 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 <laughs> After like the 50th time watching, you're like, all right, I get it. Yeah, it's I, I like I like it here too. I, like I don't it. know what to tell you. I'm here. I live here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you figured everybody on the way to their commute to the um, you know telemarketing place in Tulsa would be like, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we we do that uh, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. That's the that's the time for that. You know. That that's a community Oklahoma theme song time. Yeah, yep. All, it's like a flash mob. Everybody in the apartment. Right. If you don't, know, if you're not from here, you don't know what it's about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. At least it's not Iowa. Iowa. We're not in. Dude, I was from Iowa. <laughs> I was trying to fucking think of an Iowa joke, David. Oh, really? That's awesome. <laughs> Iowa, Iowa, everything. Yeah. I'd rather wake up Wednesday mornings to Oklahoma than Iowa, Iowa. Like, oh my god. <laughs> State sucks. Oh. State sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Iowa's Dude. fine. Just the song's bad. I swear to God, I live in uh, uh, Missouri, and mm. every time I see a, the certain name of a certain town. Here, uh, a song will pop in my head. It's like everything's up to date in Kansas City. <laughs> it's really annoying. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did not vote in this one, but I would have voted voted for Oklahoma, obviously. I, uh, I, but, I, I, but I love some Moulin Rouge. Yeah, I, I wanted to vote for Oklahoma. I did, but I, I soul searched, and I just love Moulin Rouge so much. So I, did I, too. I voted. I voted the Rouge. The Rouge. Gotta I, go with the Rouge. I, I, I would have voted for Moulin Rouge. Um, hmm. Denise voted for Les Mis. And I've never seen it. I have uh, actually never seen it either. I watched I watched the actual like a video of the actual play like theater thing and it was uh-huh. so boring. So I, I decided never <laughs> to watch it again. But maybe I should give yeah. it a try. Yeah, she said the movie like if you watch the uh, the one with like Anne Hathaway, it's really good. Oh, okay. Uh, I've never seen it, and I want to. But I love Moulin Rouge. And I've never seen Oklahoma. Don't hit me. I I know. I know. You've never, never seen, seen Oklahoma. Seen Oklahoma? Oh my god! Why are you singing oh it every freaking Wednesday? Yeah, you poser. Get out of here. I'm about to call your complex. Be like, yo, if this chick starts fucking singing Oklahoma, throw rocks at her. <laughs> yeah, also, <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure you're gonna get your license revoked because that it seems like that would be part of the process to becoming an Oklahoma resident, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, you need a uh, social security, birth certificate, proof of residency, and to uh, sing the whole sad Jebediah scene, the song. What is this guy, that guy's name? Jeb? The one that, no, Jeb? Maybe, I think it's Jeb. It feels like it's Jeb. I don't know. Maybe That was the wrong song to choose, but you get my point. Yeah, and if you don't have two milk horses with the sir, a fringe on top, <laughs> that was wrong, but then, <laughs> you, then you're not Oklahoman either. Uh, I will tell you that I have an Arkansas license, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you haven't gone through the process yet. No, I'm still safe. Okay. Okay. You're good then. <laughs> it's a Surrey. It's a Surrey with the French on top, not two milk horses. Two milk horses with Surrey on them. 
It was Surrey all over them. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> well, actually, breakfast. I forgot. One's, one's like snow. One's like snow. The, the other one's more like milk. milk. Yeah, so not, not two milk horses. <laughs> yeah, two two milk horses is is a that's a different that's a different yeah. song. That's like I'm riding my cows and milking my horses. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's my milk horse. We don't ride them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll milk them every day at midnight. Yeah, dude. They don't like it as much as cows, but. We made the switch. We're sticking with it. Well, be sure to do your civic civil duty and vote in this episode poll. We don't know what the uh, question's going to be, but it's going to be zany. Yo, Ali. What's up? What's up? We are negative first and positive last, so hit us up with that neg. All right, all right. Sorry, John. (laughs) I didn't didn't know it was going to be that bad until it came out. Well, guys, and I'm, I fear that I've talked about this before, but I don't really care. I don't want to talk about it again because I couldn't find proof that I talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> so something I don't like is I really absolutely cannot stand, like, competitive cooking TV reality shows. Yeah, I've not talked about this. Yeah, I don't remember this, so okay, you, you good, you good. <laughs> I th- I feel, maybe I dreamt it because I feel like I, I adamantly dislike them. And I can understand why people do like them, because sometimes they're wholesome. But for the most part, I feel like they just stress me out. And uh, I don't really find joy in watching people cook to begin with. Not people I don't know. And uh, it really stresses me out when they're like, 30 minutes, chefs! Chefs, put your put your spoons down, chefs! I'm just like, stop! <laughs> I get it! They're not done with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they just... Other like reality shows that are stressful, like it doesn't do that to me. But like cooking shows, for some reason, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> Too stressed out. It is, and it's like their whole like it's their passion, and it's just like you know their creme brulee didn't do what it was supposed to do, and the oven's not working, and this guy <laughs> dropped an entire egg, full ass egg with the shells on it in his thing. Like it's just a lot, and I I just can't sit down and enjoy them. And I wish I could because there's so many of them, and people are always talking about them. And I, I think maybe it's not just competitive ones. I don't like that show. Is it cake? I don't. I could care less if it's cake or not. I don't think I know that one. It's, it's a really like stupid this, show. Yeah, it's like it's really realistic, hyper realistic cakes, which in itself is really cool. But it's like, is it a cake or is it the real thing? And it's really yeah. to me, I am not. I don't care. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, the whole the whole premise is like they have to make a cake that looks like something, and they'll have that cake next to the actual things, like four examples of the thing. And then people have to guess which one's the cake. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that is sounds kind of dumb. Yeah, it is. Do you get to like yeah. bite into it? Is that how you tell? No, you just gotta look at it. Or like, or do you like get to choose one, <laughs> and then you like, it's like okay, now you have to bite really hard on three, and it's like oh, hopefully, fuck. it's like ah shit, that's a real telephone. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of piece of plastic. <laughs> Damn it, man! <laughs> I, I, I did mess up. I apologize. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, okay, got it. Yeah, what do you what do you guys think of a competitive? We'll we'll stick with that competitive cooking shows. What do you think of those? I uh, <clears throat> I haven't watched very many. I, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't watched very many. But I did watch like a few episodes of the Gordon Ramsay one where he like has like a red and a blue team and they're like competing against each other and it's like they're like running an actual restaurant. You know, quotations. I don't know how, how real this is, but I. I I kind of enjoyed it. Like, it doesn't stress me out, and I love it when people fail. Just because I like to see Gordon Ramsay, like, what kind of metaphors and descriptions he can use for the meal that they made, and like, what, 
hear him tell them what losers they are for doing such a bad job. I find that kind of fun. But yeah, no, it doesn't stress me out, but I, I don't have lots of experience watching these shows. For me, it doesn't stress me out. It just kind of bores me. Because I just want to see them cook the thing. Because I, I like watching people cook on television, but I watch the, like, the pretentious cooking shows oh. where they like explain the chemical processes and like stuff like that. You know, like their inspiration for the dish, that kind of shit. But like when you get to the competitive cooking shows, and it's just like it's super. It feels scripted. I know it's like not, but it just feels that way. And then it just takes too long to get there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the reason it feels so scripted is because the part I hate about all reality television is like you'll be watching them, you know, live quotations, and uh, like doing this, and they're cooking a steak, and then he's like cooking, cooking, and then he like tries to flip it, and it falls on the floor, and then like the music like stops and everybody looks at him and he's just looking at the steak and then it cuts to a scene with him sitting in the chair like he dropped the steak and then he ran to the other room and sat in this chair and now he's like i mean i'm telling you when i dropped this steak my heart stopped i looked up and i'm letting my team down and then it goes back to when he dropped the steak so he didn't actually run to that room he dropped the steak and then you know three days later they're like all right we need you to like wear the same clothes and talk about what you did three days ago and tell us how you felt when you did it. As if it was, like, right now. Yeah, yeah, right now. He's, like, dropped the steak. He's, like, all right, everybody, stop eating. And, like, we got to run Michael over to the room where they talk to people. And he's got to tell us how he feels right now at the moment. <laughs> that, that didn't happen, you know? I think that part's really stupid. And that part's stupid in any reality TV show, like, dating show. They're, like, like making out with, like, with each other. Or, you know, I don't know who is, but... At one point, people make out with each other, right? They're making out, and then that, in the mid-makeout, it goes to, like, one of them talking to the camera at, on, like, some random couch. She's like, and she or he is like, man, and I was making out with her, and I was like, oh, is this a mistake? But this felt great, I was going to keep it going. And then it cuts back to, like, them making out at the moment. I was like, there's no way. No way they stopped them in the mid-makeout, ran them <laughs> to this room to tell us how they felt about the makeout, then ran them back to make out. David, like, I, don't, I don't think that's what they're insinuating. <laughs> I know, but it's so stupid. I hate that they're going to tell us how they felt when they're making out. And they're in the same clothes. You know what I mean? They're so, so stupid. I know that's not what they're trying to do, but that's like, it's like in the mid-moment. They like, I don't know. I, I find that totally stupid. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's, if like uh, football announcers, you know, like, uh, had to like, um, announce their own plays like if John Madden was all like it's like oh what they're gonna want to do here is uh, throw <laughs> the ball into the end zone and then he would just like shit 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 and like run downstairs like and put on his like little eagle's helmet and then just like throw the football and then like <laughs> yeah, downstairs. All the way back. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's kind of the same thing it's just like no that's not how it works <laughs> no I mean yeah and I don't think we're supposed to believe that's how it, how it works but like it is, it is a kind of annoying setup, mm. for sure. That, but, yeah, that part doesn't really bother me. What does bother me is, like, I don't want to know about your dream for a food truck, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, if we're going to do, a, uh, a, like, a, a live, you know, finger quote, live cooking show, let's just cook. I don't want to hear about, like, it's like, oh, I have to cook the perfect crepe because my grandfather is sick. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, the, the, the story behind the perfect crepe and, like... <laughs> The sob story? I don't know. It's not because you don't just... You like cooking crepes. It's just because, you know, something happened in your past. 
That made you cook yeah. crepes. Every every Tuesday morning, Peepaw would come down and cook Peepaw. crepes for us. <laughs> it was the only time that he wasn't working at the the button factory, and just so that inspired me to open up my crepery truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Crepery, yeah, so stupid. It's really dumb. I don't know. It, like it, it humanizes them and gives them more story button meaning behind it. But it's just like I want to see you make these crepes. You know, where's my macaroons? Wait. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Macaron is coconut. Macaron is the little sandwich, right? Shoot, dude. Yeah, ma- macaron is definitely coconut. Mac- macaron is macaron. the Italian uh, puff puff pastry thing. Is it Italian? I thought it was French. I think it's Italian. Really? I'm pretty sure it's a French word. Macaron. Probably, but you know they're so so close together in Europe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 pretty much the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Italians and French. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't tell anybody I said that though. <laughs> yeah, don't tell don't tell the Frenchman listening to this. Yes, <laughs> or French or a French person, <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't watch any of these shows, by the way. Like, I I think yeah, sure. what this all yeah I don't. <laughs> no, I meant uh, cooking. I watch some reality television. I'm a little trash. We all know this, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. And like sometimes like I watch Gordon Ramsay with kids, and he's really really sweet with them. And, like, I don't mind him being a dick. It's just, it really is, like, the process is just stressful. Like, I don't, it's not fun for me to have them watch the clock and then just be, like, the yelling and the the saying, chef, chefs, you have five minutes. I just can't do that. I don't know what it is. It's, like, just set something off inside of me. I'm, like, turn it off. Turn it off. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the the stress builds within you. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not something I don't sit here on a Saturday watching them. Yeah, I feel you. Have you ever watched uh, the Great British Bake Off? That's the one that's hot right now. No, that's and that's the one. Maybe this is why I, I thought of this because people always tell me about that, and I'm like, no, cool. Nah, I, I haven't. I haven't watched it. I heard about it, but haven't watched it. I haven't given it a shot either. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll watch it. You know, see what it's all about. Yeah, maybe. It's, maybe it's a good one. Maybe. Yeah. It just seems like Bunch kind of, of the same thing. I've seen like a, a a meme or whatever the hell or a video, and all it is is like this lady taking out her cake or something, and then like. Dropping it all over the ground, <laughs> you know that's terrible. Yeah, and I was like, well, that looks like it sucks. But that's why people watch that sort of stuff, right? It's like, it's like NASCAR for the crashes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just to see some disaster. Jeff, put away your dislikes. John, what's your like this week? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that was solid. That was good. That was professional. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yo, guys, I'm so glad you asked. Thanks for inviting me on. Um, my like this week is really kind of, like, stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> stupid and dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's it's simple. Maybe some, maybe you guys got something to say about it. I sure hope so, or else it's going to be a crappy podcast. So, oh, wait. Um, my like this <laughs> week is uh, boots. Boots. Boots? Boots. Boots for your feet. Boots. Boots for your feet. And there are some neat. What kind of boots? Well, David, I'm so glad you asked that question, too. (laughs) I'm just so glad for any question on it. (laughs) Get this God's green earth. Um, I I like all boots. Well, that's not true. I like combat boots. I like cowboy boots. I like fashion boots. I like all sorts of boots. Rubber boot. The rain. You know? You wear wear, Um, rubber boots? No. Galoshes, if you will? Galoshes. I would totally own galoshes if I had a reason to have them. Oh, okay, okay. But I live in a city, so there's no reason. 
Yeah. <laughs> but if it was like a, if I was in a muddy English countryside and I was about to go hunt ducks with the hounds, you know, a pair of galoshes of Wellingtons would do nicely, I think. Okay. Call them a gumboot. Those are my gumboots. Put on my old, my sports jacket and I got my musket. Anyway, uh, that's stupid. Uh, pretty much the only boot I don't like is like the chuck-a-boot, you know? Chuck-a-boot's just tall shoes. I don't think I know chuck-a-boot. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't know chuck-a-boot, you're missing out. Um, <laughs> no, chuck-a-boot goes like, you know how boots go above your ankle bone? Yeah. Chuck-a-boots don't. Well, I, I, I thought, know. I thought it's, to you, be a boot, it had to be, you know, a boot. Okay, maybe they're maybe they're slightly above it, but like they're very, they got the wide open like boot, but like they're they're called chuck boots. They're not long enough to be boots. I agree with you, David. It's kind of a misappropriation of name. Okay. okay. Um, but uh, yeah, chuck boots were like very, uh, popularized by British infantrymen. Um, that's probably more boot information than people wanted. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't like them, right? But uh, also, all other boots are good to go. I don't wear work boots because I'm a uh, because you know I'm me. <laughs> I don't need them, but um, <laughs> but I always got a pair of boots. You know, like uh, right now I'm wearing some nice old fashioned boots that that my my mom gave me. You know, that's nice. Fashion I got, boots. What are fashion boots? Uh, fashion boots are just like useless boots. I, I like to call them. <laughs> Where you like you like to wear boots, but they don't serve a purpose other than to let everybody know you are wearing boots. Oh, got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but like combat boots, you know what they you know what those are for, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cowboy boots is for you know walking around downtown, seeing what seeing what's up, you know. You know. Yeah, mm, got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also riding horses, if you catch my drift. <laughs> Uh, but I actually have two pairs of con- uh, cowboy boots. You know, I got a black pair and a brown pair, but I'm too much of a coward to wear them anymore because uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, I'm not like a cowboy kind of dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners may know, but um, but I do, but I do like them. But you know, I, I like I like girls in boots for completely different reasons. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about boots? I like boots. I am a big boot person too. Uh, da, da, da. I wore boots for work for like the last four years. My duty boots, if you will. Duty um, boots. My duty <laughs> she boots. She said boots. For Burr. butt stomping and shit kicking. Shit kicking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I so I wore I wore you know like those police boots for four years and I never want to put another pair on again. Yeah, um, but then but then they make you feel tough. Yeah, sometimes I felt kind of clunky. And mine, like, I would wear mine down so much that, like, I don't know. I just felt like, I, I don't know. I, I, they, they always have, like, a hole in the middle or, like, in the in the sides of them. So I just <laughs> felt kind of weird. I was just like, these are my shoes. <laughs> but uh, I wore boots all throughout college. And I, I still have, like, I also have a pair of cowboy boots that I'm afraid to wear. Because I also am not a cowboy, but they're so pretty. <laughs> like, I yeah, love them they look, so much. They look cool. They look cool on everybody. They do, yeah. I think but everybody should be allowed to wear cowboy boots, especially if you I'm live saying. in Oklahoma. You know? You're right. You're unless, right. Maybe I should start uh, doing uh, it. Unless you live in Broken Arrow. You can't wear cowboy boots in Broken Arrow? I don't know. I just picked a city in Oklahoma <laughs> so I can <laughs> piss, piss off a whole city in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Broken Arrow is allowed to as well, but you know they they didn't invite me over, so. Oh, I see. I, see. I get you. That's I get awesome. that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love boots, man. I got I got a pair of Docs right here too. 
Uh, Doc Martens, I forgot about those. Yeah. I, used, I had a pair of Doc Martens senior year of college, the Oxblood Doc Martens. That was a big, or, not senior year of high school, excuse me. But uh, I was all about those boots. I took them to Africa with me to visit you. Nice, hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. They're man, just sturdy, just, man. They're, they're sturdy, and they just make everybody look badass. They really do, yeah. Nobody looks like Plus, a pansy they, in boots, you know? They make you taller. I like that. That's a bonus. I'm not very tall. Yeah. I feel like they make me stand up straighter, too. Not from a pride thing. Maybe there is a little bit of that. But um, but just, like, maybe you're a little more wibbly-wobbly in, in your high boots. Yeah. So you're yes. not going to, like, lean, lean forward. You know? Stand up tall, and you walk confidently down, you know, 63rd Street. <laughs> yes, yes. I feel like every time I put yeah. on a pair of cowboy boots and I go to drive... I forget how to drive in cowboy boots because they're like they're you know they're kind of long, so I'm always just like, yeah. like hit my brakes all fucky, funky. Fucky. <laughs> <laughs> you got those pointed toes or the round toe cowboy boots? I, I have some round toes. Pointed toes. I don't think I have the personality for them. I don't really mess with the. the I, I, I feel the same way about round toe cowboy boots I don't, I don't think i have the personality for round toe so i got the i got the point so like little witch's boots you know see i feel like you could pull off pointy toe like i don't know i think that, that suits you for sure thanks i think yeah no it's, it's a compliment for sure so okay oh really hell yeah the, the, the pointy toes are so cute but i just i feel like my my body just doesn't look right it's like i don't know just every time i put my pointy toe boots on i was like i don't i don't think this is working so yeah, you you kind of, for some reason, you feel like a round toe boot person. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll wear yeah. my boots up to see you guys, and you, you can see. Ooh, David bringing boots. We're all wearing boots in yeah. uh, Missouri. All right. <clears throat> well, you guys, can you lend me a pair of yours? Because I've never owned boots in my entire life. <laughs> Not one pair of boots? Well, uh, well, when I worked at the pool job, and I had to go work on a, a swimming pool with the crew one time, I bought a pair of Walmart work boots, and they made fun of me for it. I think I talked about that. Yeah. And uh, those are the only boots I've ever owned in my life. I think Mom bought me cowboy boots when I was, like, six. Oh, okay. Well, you should, you should have red? kept them, man. Uh, I don't remember what color they were. Uh, were yours red, Ellie? Yeah. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, the, Nanny has a story about Ellie and red, red cowboy boots. Bright-ass red boots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like, that's how you knew you are you're gonna grow up to be a person of style, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get those red I feel boots. Like I totally lost it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, all I'm saying is, uh, if John, you don't feel right in the round-toed cowboy boots, and Ali, you don't feel right in the pointy-toed cowboy boots, I think both of you can agree that I don't feel right in cowboy boots whatsoever. Right? Do I look like a cowboy boot kind of dude? No. I, I don't know, dude. It's all about delivery. You can PR spin any person. You know, yeah. you put, Ali, check check it out. Yeah, you put David in a nice, like, kind of handsomely stained Hensley shirt and, uh, you know, like, a pair of Wranglers with some, like, square-toed boots. Oh, you tell no, me that you can't I, see I David can see in that? see it, yeah. Yeah. You gotta have that David's, beard, a little bit of rugged. Yeah, David's not gonna yeah. be like the, David's not gonna be like the fucking one horse is like milk, the other one's like snow kind of cowboy. Oh, He's gonna be. I'm like Jeb. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. I wasn't gonna say that. But a little bit like Jeb. I'm like, maybe I'm the French dude that's like, like oh, steal, stealing daughters and, and trying to get rich. 
<laughs> yeah, he wasn't he wasn't much of a cowboy, but no, um, no just like uh, seven brides for seven brothers. I don't know. I don't remember how they dress. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to explain it. Well, honestly, what I'm picturing is like, uh, like those really cheesy like Nicholas Sparks books, and they yeah, like that's what I'll say. That's exactly what I'm thinking about for David. And I think you can yeah, do not, it. I think you can pull it off. Okay. It's not. It's not bad. You're just not. You're just not like all these other flashy cowboys that are always like ironing their shirts and heading out on the town in their fancy boots and stuff. You are functional. You're, you're functional. You're back in the pen, just fucking working with horses, breaking them. You know. I, I can like, see that. That's kind of how I am in like not boot form like and in the form that I am now I, I'm not a very fla- <laughs> not a very flashy dresser so I guess if I owned some boots they wouldn't be very flashy at all yeah man mm. okay there I, you can, go. I can see that I'm telling you sp- PR spin anything you can make it right <laughs> but if I did have boots and some Wranglers and like one of those you know button down shirts I would like I'd have to fight off talking like John Wayne all the time like just like, like <laughs> McDonald's like well I'll get a number two I, I can't do John Wayne <laughs> and like, like, what would you like to drink? He's like, well, over the water, cause I don't don't want to gain weight, but I still want a Mick cheeseburger. You know, I'll just like anything I do would be John Wayne, and I'd I'd put on the persona, even though I am not that guy. So that's probably why I don't wear boots, cause I don't want to be super offensive to people that are actually legit. <laughs> well, people, listeners, and people are, uh, if you're gonna wear boots, don't take on a persona. Be you. You know? Yeah. Un- unapologetically you, just in boots. Be boot. Be, be you, be boot. <laughs> be boot, boop, boop, boop. Be boop, boop, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we uh, lace up our boots and uh, get to your dislike, David. All right. Well, <clears throat> I tried to think of a dislike this week that wasn't so, I terrible. guess, terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's definitely a dislike. I couldn't think of one. They were all really bad. <laughs> so I guess I'll just okay. have to go with one of the bad ones I thought of. Okay. Yeah. The dislike that I have this time is... Uh, the horrible dependency on gasoline. <laughs> no, yeah, lay it out for us, man. Yeah, sorry. I know it's like a global uh, issue right now. And this is one man's opinion. But yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm guilty too. I, when I was in the U.S., I was like super dependent on gasoline. I had to drive to work every day. And lots of people have to drive to work. People do it all the time. It's very normal. Very, very normal. Right now, as we've been doing this podcast, about 9 million cars have driven down the street right in front of my apartment. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot of cars. It's a bunch of cars. So yeah, I, I think it's. I know it's necessary these days because us humans have made gasoline necessary. But it's such a horrible, horrible dependency on gasoline, and it's killing the environment. We were talking about the weather earlier, and it's making things way hotter and like speeding up the global warming process. And not to mention, it's a finite resource that we're just sucking dry from the earth. And we're using it like it's, like it's nothing. We are ha- so dependent on it that we know that it's gonna end soon. Yet we can't stop using it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, it just sucks that the world is so dependent. Not everybody. Right now, I've been not dependent on gasoline for a long time now. I took a few trips, drove a car, but like comparatively to the rest of my life previously, like it's been very 
gas-free dependency. Ooh, nice. Um, <laughs> but that being said, it's still one of the worst smog cities because everybody is driving. Like I said, nine million cars have passed, so there's smog everywhere in Taipei. And it's like that in all big cities. And I think it's just really sad that we can't stop using gasoline until it's going to be gone forever. And that it's going to... But is it... What I'm wondering, is it going to... Are we going to use all the oil up before we destroy the world? Or are we... Do we have enough oil to destroy the world? <laughs> and you know what I mean? And then still have some left over. Exactly, yeah. yeah still have some left over after we destroy the world. I don't know which one is going to happen first. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I... I don't think that I've ever had that number thrown at me. It's like... It's like, oh, we gotta we gotta stop climate change by you know 2030, or the world's gonna explode. But nobody's ever said it's like, we actually can only do this till 2035. So yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll figure it out then once we're not driving around so much. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, we we must have enough to kill ourselves with. I think we do. I think we do have enough to kill ourselves and the world. It's not just like humans, like poor uh, poor as humans, right? It's like there's lots of other species and animals and rivers and it's like beautiful things that are going down with us yeah ferns and shit ferns yeah, yeah. <laughs> no you do be right man and yeah obviously we like we have this hyper focus on owning cars and like having you know and wanting to be like very 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 mobile but uh, speaking for america I, th- I think that one of the biggest problems that we have is actually with city planning you know like we build mm-hmm. cities mm-hmm. with the idea of cars uh, with, with cars in mind, you know? So even if I wanted to, like, get rid of my car, like, I didn't want to pay insurance anymore, I don't want to, like, you know, strap myself to a one-ton machine that's going to kill me someday, I would just have to, like, hoof it, you know, like, half a mile to the gas station, three miles to the grocery store, five, you know, ten miles to work. It's like, nothing is close by. Like, at least in some European cities, you can have this, like, you, I mean, I know Chicago works like this, too. It's a massive, massive, massive city. But if you live in Chicago, a lot of the time, you can like kind of stay in your neighborhood. And you got everything you need there, you know. Yeah. You got like grocery stores and like all the stores that you need, and you never really have to leave that portion of Chicago. European cities seem to be the same. So if you really wanted to get rid of your gasoline dependency, you very well could. You know, just hoof it or take the bus if you needed to go real, real, real far. But me in Springfield, Missouri fucking forget about it anywhere in mm-hmm. uh, Missouri it's not an option you know unless we like really really focused on uh, public transportation but that's not that's just not gonna fucking happen that would be really cool it's like that's like me saying it's like man if I just like worked out for 60 days straight I would be hot exactly it's not gonna yeah, happen yeah. <laughs> uh, probably look like fucking Jason Momoa if I tried enough but I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah definitely no, I, I totally understand that <laughs> I get that <laughs> yeah <laughs> So we're not going to do it, and we've already built our cities to kind of, like, punch us in the ass, even if we wanted to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's another, yet another depressing topic that you brought up where, like, we've gone too far to really step back without, like, a major, major overhaul and redefining how we live our daily lives. Yeah, absolutely. And I I know I'm always the one to do this. Like, I don't bring a lighthearted dislike very often. It's always just like, fuck. But yeah, and I, I totally understand, like, mom, mom works at Lowe's, but she works at Lowe's, you know, 21 miles away from her house. What, is she going to ride a bike? I was like, oh, you could ride, people say that you could ride bikes, but mom can't ride, we're not going to ride a bike 21 miles two times a day to go work mm-hmm. at Lowe's, you know what I mean? And yeah, people, I, work, 
people need to make money and they need a drive there to make money every because they have to be there every single day. It's not like the old times where you know you you have a kid and you go send them to work at a camp for you know months at a time. And they come home. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's not like that anymore. You you go home. Or like you have to drive to work, drive back, drive to work, drive back. So it's like a dependency with money and gasoline. It's like like horrible codependencies going on right now. <laughs> well, yeah, and part of the reasons this is, I mean, and this is all bullshit that I'm pulling out of my butt. I am not a fucking economist. Me so neither. Me neither. Before you yeah. send your emails, you're just like, actually, according to Johnson and Johnson, wait, that's an actual company. <laughs> it is. Never mind. <laughs> Johans and Johans. You can. You can use baby oil to get rid of ashy skin. It's like, that's not what we're talking about, dude. Uh, <laughs> it is kind of like a self-perpetuating problem, right? Mm-hmm. Mom has to drive to work because she lives in a town where you cannot get work unless you drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah? But that wouldn't have exist- had existed if we didn't have fucking cars. Yeah. That just wouldn't... It just wouldn't be there. Like, that problem. It, that's, what, that's what I think, you know? Because why well, would you live somewhere where you didn't have... Like, where you didn't have the ability to get income or provide for yourself. Mm-hmm. Allie? Yeah, yes, and, like, sociological theory, there's a sociological theory about, like, city planning in the U.S., and obviously, we all know it's it's sprawl, right? That's, you know, yeah. uh, Springfield, Tulsa, even Tulsa, big city, it's, it's all sprawled. And, like, one of the sociological, like, factors behind creating sprawled cities was, like, a crime thing and then uh, privacy... And the fucking, like you were talking about, David, the dependency on money, you have to make money. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, I mean, we're just a capitalist-ass society, right? Mm-hmm. And so you got to have reasons to sell your car, so you're totally right about that, you know? And, like, I don't know, it just, it bothers me that we don't put more focus on public transportation. At least in these cities, like, Springfield is big enough that it should have public transportation. Four buses, at least, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it, Tulsa. and it does. Yeah. Is it, is, yeah. is it like kind of I mean, like Tulsa, do, it, though, where it's like not really, it's not shit? Not shit? No, it is shit. No, 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 no. I mean like, like it's oh, not, I it, see what you're saying. No, no, it's, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, ain't, it ain't shit. It ain't yeah, shit. it ain't shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, it, it ain't shit, right? If you ride the bus in Springfield, like, you have somehow messed up. Oh. Yes. Mm. And it's the same yeah. way with Tulsa, and it shouldn't, because I, I, I worked with a lot of clients that had to take the bus, and so I would ask them about it. And they're like, well, the bus only runs to like 6 p.m. And I was like, that is absolutely ludicrous. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even go to like the higher numbered streets. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. So you can take a bus at 4 p.m. downtown and then you're stranded downtown if you got off of work before 6. And it doesn't, it doesn't, it blows my mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reliable yeah. way to plan to go to work. And if you're relying on the bus system, your schedule has to be kind of built around that or you're having to find alternative ways. And, I just don't get it. I don't understand why we can't build out on public transportation, especially like if, having been in cities with awesome metro. What is it? Metro systems. Yeah. It's just I hate it. I hate like uh-huh. I hate having. I wish I didn't have a fucking car. I wish I didn't have to have a car. Mm-hmm. But I, I totally agree. Yeah, I was super. Uh, well, I would like to um, say that you. What, the thing I said about like Springfield buses. It's not that you have messed up. There's just a mentality that. Riding the bus means you have messed up. Yeah, you know, like yeah, people same, think that same way. With like, Tulsa too. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of that too. And like, I feel like it's been like yeah. a lot of places in the U.S. Like, for some reason, taking the bus is like a bad, low thing to do, and it shouldn't be that way. It should be a smart, earth green thing to do. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It should be a smart thing to do, not like a a bad thing. To do. I don't like that mentality. 
And it, it, oh, it's uh, terrible. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. terrible. Well, uh, I was going to say, I was super jealous of David's life uh, up in Seattle because he was kind of like hoofing it everywhere, kind of mm-hmm. living that lifestyle that I was talking about with Chicago, where you just like didn't really need to drive because everything that you needed was within walking distance. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, 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 in, and in Taipei, it's times 10. Like I said, I've like for the past year, I've driven a car maybe five times. And the rest, I'm riding a bike, I'm taking the subway, I'm taking the bus, you know what I mean? Or what, just walking. And like you don't you don't need a car here in Taipei because like you said it's I got if I need a grocery store it's a block away if I need the gas it's not it's not a gas station here it's a convenience store then it's right under my apartment like everything's so convenient granted it's a giant city so like, it's easy to do in a yeah, giant city yeah yeah definitely so but what what if you do live in a place like Kenton Tennessee town of five thousand people. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, what do you do then? Exactly. You know? And when I lived there, I drove every single day. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because there's... Unless I'm just yeah. going to stay on the farm. Well, I mean, and if you did have a farm, then you wouldn't really have to worry about it. You could just like... And by the way, again, I'm pulling shit out of my ass. I have no idea. I was not born <laughs> in 1880. But um, you, you could just uh, live in a farm, like sustain yourself, and then take take the, the buggy down to go get some feed. Yeah. Uh, the old... <laughs> the grain silo every... Uh, every month and then uh and then that's it yeah pick, i don't know pick up essentials. i'm making shit up pick up essentials every now and then and just work on the farm but unfortunately like just there's no not that's not real anymore <laughs> you know what i mean it's not a real thing i was thinking of like uh you know hearing some of the people who have lived in tulsa their whole lives they talk about like you know obviously different areas you have like north tulsa west tulsa you know those are their own communities within the the, the grander community right the grander ecosystem and one like one of the biggest issues with like north tulsa which is you know, I'm five minutes from North Tulsa. They they have a significantly lower life expectancy, you know, among other things. But they just put in a grocery store in that area. Like, an entire area of the city didn't have a grocery store. It had a Dollar General, but not a full-ass grocery store. Like, that's, that's... For years. That's, that's ridiculous. That's a fucking death sentence. That's called a, a food desert. And that was, exactly. uh, that, was a, that was a huge issue that Montana had. Montana had that issue because... There's a million people in the fifth largest state in the nation. So they just didn't like, it's like, there's nobody that lives here. We're not going to build a grocery store. But in the middle of Tulsa, Oklahoma, like that's, yeah. that shit shouldn't be happening. And I mean, and I'm not going to get into the, obviously the semantics of it because I mean, what it really is, is it's, it's a minority community and that's honestly the biggest part of it, right? It doesn't have a lot of city investment. So that, I, I think to even tackle the car issue, you just have to tackle like actually loving your neighbor again you know and building community community gardens and shit like that like that stuff is wonderful to me and like having a I sense of community because i don't have it you know like over here there's oh. no, i don't feel it anywhere <laughs> no absolutely um and i completely agree with that you would have to completely reshape the way that people think about where they live and how yes. they interact with the you know the places around where they live you know bring back the bring back the neighborhoods bring back the communities Freedom Gardens. Honestly, yeah. Need them. Now that the tank's empty on that topic, won't you fill her, fill her up for a new one? Alright, y'all. I'm going to fill this tank up with my like this week. My like this week is ice cream. <laughs> what? Ice uh, cream. 
<laughs> yes. Nice. Um, so yeah, okay, we've been talking about the. Yeah, good. You should. It's the best. <laughs> Fucking great. We, uh, you know, we've, we've been talking about the hot weather, and I absolutely fucking love ice cream in the hot weather, but I also like ice cream in the cold weather, and I want it to be known that I just love ice cream uh, all seasons of the year, and it's never, if you ask me, like, hey, do you want to go have ice cream? I'm never going to say no, and I probably should because I'm lactose intolerant. Um, I know they make, I know they make, like, vegan or, like, dairy-free ice cream, but I really, really don't mind the pain for ice cream. I'll do it. I'll do it every time. Um, Alright, skip for your Godspeed. Yeah, it just, it's, uh, I'm just training my body, you know, to be stronger. Um, but I love ice cream. It's my favorite. It's probably my favorite dessert ever. Ever. Love it. Absolutely adore it. What's your, what's your go-to flavor? Uh, this is gonna be controversial, and I don't. I'm not sorry about it, but it's mint chocolate chip. I love mint chocolate chip. Ice cream. I do. I do too. Yeah, I have no problem with mint chocolate a chip. A lot of a lot of people I talk to, they're like, you just it's just brushing your teeth with ice cream. And I'm like, no, it's I, not. <laughs> even some of my uh, my own girls make fun of me for that choice. So, yeah, I say be strong. Don't listen to the haters. Yeah, yeah. It's like the most. It's so refreshing. It's like the most refreshing. If if you're going like strictly like dairy ice cream, not like a sorbet. Or a sherbet. If you go on ice cream, it's like one of the most refreshing ice creams out there. You know? Yeah, I totally agree. I love. I, I, love I would say that. Chocolate. I would say that mint chocolate is the best summertime ice cream. You know? Yeah, for sure. What's the best yeah, wintertime yeah. ice cream? Ooh, David, take this out. Um, the best wintertime ice cream is. Uh, I'm not really into chocolate ice cream. That's what I want to say, just because it feels wintertimey. But I don't like chocolate ice cream that much. Maybe. Maybe like a coffee ice cream. I like coffee ice cream a lot. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I like I like a good coffee ice cream. What about what about that cookie what? dough? Cookie doughs can be wintry because it's like candy. Is... Oh, peppermint yeah. bark ice cream. What I don't it? like it though. Peppermint bark. I love peppermint bark ice cream. I don't know what peppermint bark is. It's it's just like mint you know chocolate peppermint chip. Bark is? Peppermint. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's That's like the, the, like the not, you don't know what pepper bark. <laughs> Look at him talking, you know, peppermint bark. God, what, what household you grow up in? <laughs> did we have? We didn't even have peppermint bark growing up, did we? Yeah, probably because of you. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> yeah, man. And I uh, the only thing I won't eat in the winter, ice cream wise, I, I will not have an ice cream sandwich in the winter. It's blasphemy. I don't really dig on ice cream sandwiches. The novelty ice cream bars, I'm kind of over. Yeah. Yeah. I just like a good. I like a good waffle cone. I'm not gonna lie. Good waffle cone. I'm. I'm. I'm just straight soccer mom in it now. I. I go for the cup. Yeah, I, I just go for the cup too. I don't do the cone. The waffle cone. For one thing. For me. I. I feel embarrassed eating the waffle cone. You know, like oh. it's too much work. <laughs> you got to get your face all up in there. You know, it's. I don't want anybody to see me like that. <laughs> Even if I was alone, like. That, that would be worse almost like going alone for a waffle cone for me you know anybody else who does it like godspeed and I, i'd love you more for it but if i did it then i'm just like sitting in the back row of a brahms by myself just like scarfing on some <laughs> some waffle cone it's all, all chocolates all over my chin i can't do it that's awesome yeah. oh, you know what the it's been forever, and I used to love these, man. I used to look look forward to the days when I had them. When's the last time you guys had a banana split? I've never had a banana split. Dude, you gotta get thee to it, man. It's uh, <laughs> fantastic. It's been a long time, but yeah, they are amazing. 
They were so good. I, I remember like I, I love we would bananas, drive. But I just feel like oh go ahead, sorry. No, no, you love bananas. But I just feel like they'd be overpowering in mean, ice cream. Mm. Nah, mm. the complimentary, complimentary Aww. with an e. <laughs> it all it all comes together. You got the pineapple sauce, the strawberry sauce, the chocolate sauce with the vanilla ice cream and the banana. That's how you make a banana split. I don't know why I just said all that, but it is very good. <laughs> the, the, yeah, they got that marshmallow sauce. It's just awesome. What? <laughs> you don't put marshmallow sauce on a banana split. They do at Brahms. They they put like the chocolate. They put like mm. the marshmallow sauce on on the the, 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 the Brahms banana split. No, I think you're confusing <clears throat> with uh, whipped cream. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know that you difference. might be. I know the difference. <laughs> I will go really, to because because I don't know what yeah, marshmallow sauce is. <laughs> you know what marshmallow <laughs> sauce is, right? You don't know what I know. <laughs> Allie, back me up on this. Is it, are you, I, I want to. Is it, you just talked about like fluff, like marshmallow fluff. No, it's not the fluff. It's like a, it's like a hot sauce, marshmallow sauce thing, right? Hot marshmallow sauce. What are you talking about? <laughs> this doesn't exist, David. Really? You're making I, it up. Some, someone out there listening, got to back me up on this hot marshmallow sauce. Well, yeah, send us a picture of hot marshmallow sauce. Oh wait, don't. We'll get flagged. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I will but go to Brahms and I will investigate the hot marshmallow sauce. Yeah, okay. yeah order. Ali, go to Brahms and order anything with hot, ma- hot marshmallow sauce. <laughs> and see what the 14-year-old behind the counter, uh, what their face looks like when you do it. <laughs> and it's probably not called hot marshmallow sauce. I don't know what it's called. It's probably called marshmallow delight or something. But you can explain. Just like, you know, like the marshmallow tasting sauce that you, you put on the stuff? And hey, like, put oh, that- yeah, I know that one because it's real. Put that wet... That wet marshmallow shit on there. You know how I like it. <laughs> Drippy marshmallow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, David, did you say your favorite ice cream? Uh, no, but it's probably uh, mint ice cream, chocolate mint, just like Allie. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, lo- I love me a strawberry milkshake. I used to like strawberry. I used to be a big strawberry fan, but it died out for me. I'm still going strong, man. In fact, I'm stronger with the strawberry milkshake now than I ever have been before. <laughs> Dang. Uh, mm-hmm. I do love a milkshake, though. That is amazing. Me too. I don't order chocolate ice cream very often, but I will order a chocolate milkshake because it's, uh, yeah, it's amazing. Will, I'll say a chocolate milkshake is a lot different than a scoop of chocolate. Yes. Oh, yeah. I will Especially tell you like what, one... though, uh, as far as like the lactose <clears throat> intolerance goes, I can eat a bowl of ice cream or I can drink a milkshake. And the milkshake will be the thing that absolutely ruins my life. But mm, so, yeah, that makes sense because it's why. like, well, it's probably it's more dairy. Oh, it's just milk on milk. Yeah, milk on milk just, on milk. Yeah, it's more wet it. milk. <laughs> <laughs> more wet milk, please. <laughs> <laughs> but you said something earlier, Allie, that's very important. As uh, you mentioned, like sorbet or sherbet. Uh-huh. And that shit ain't ice cream. It's not. It's not. It's, it's, just, it's just cold. It's just cold, icy, uh, sadness. Goodness. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. You don't like sorbet? <laughs> no, I don't like sorbet at all. <laughs> I like sherbet. I'd, I'd rather eat a Starburst. What? Oh, I, I, now that Ali said that, I don't really know what the difference between sorbet and sherbet is. I think sorbet has, like, chunks of fruit. Mm-hmm. It's chunkier, oh, it's fancier, and sherbet's more like ice. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had sorbet before then. I don't know. How do you guys like uh, frost, frozen custard? Like, uh, talking about like orange leaf and shit? I don't know. I'm talking about like Andy's. 
Oh, hey, well, it might be the same place, uh, but I don't know Andy's, and you don't know Orange Leaf. I do. We have an Orange Leaf here. Is that is that frozen custard? I don't yeah, think yeah. So. It's just like the that's, stuff that no. squirts out, right? No, David, that's frozen yogurt, Froyo, bro. Oh, Froyo, yeah. I'm thinking of Froyo. What's yeah, Froyo is the bomb. Well, then I don't think I know what frozen custard is. I don't think I. You ever been to Andy's? No, oh, there's David. one here, but. <laughs> <laughs> David, we've been to fucking Andy's. We used to go all the time. Oh, Caliches. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I, I know it then. That's that's uh, frozen custard? Yeah. Well, I think it's amazing then, because Caliche's was amazing. Very damn good. Honestly, guys, I think that I just like everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because because I like the sherbet, I like the froyo, I like the frozen custard. You know what I'm not a big fan of, though? It's gelato. Gelato? Yeah, I think it's overrated. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think I could... I don't think I could pick out a gelato right now. Like, I, I don't... I know I've had gelato, but I don't think I could definitively say if I like it or I don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. It's just, like, it's almost ice cream. <laughs> okay, yeah. Is it less creamy? I would say it's... Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I would say it's less creamy. It's uh, maybe f- fluffier, I would say. Oh, okay. Oh. It's less wet. <laughs> you ever have ice cream and you're like, maybe maybe next time it's less wet you you can get gelato (laughs) (laughs) but yeah gelato is where you go if you want like pistachio in your shit you know Uh, if you want if you want fucking espresso you know you're not gonna get espresso at Brahms no you can get uh, chunky cappuccino chocolate though yeah you're gonna get that cookie monster oreo (laughs) yeah no you're gonna get that Double bubble bubble gum ice cream. Mm. That's that's just disgusting. <laughs> bubble yeah. gum ice cream. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. too much. Or like the Superman ice cream with like the blue and the pink and the and the stuff. I don't. I don't, oh, I don't, yeah, that, I don't mess with that. That shit's for babies <laughs> and the devil. <laughs> babies and the, the devil. devil. <laughs> <laughs> there is this ice cream I want to try at Brahms, and it's just a uh, banana nut bread. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, I don't like it when it, there's too many names or too many <laughs> too many words in the names. So I, I start to like, nah, maybe not. <laughs> it's always dangerous when it's always dangerous when like you, it's just named after a different treat, you know? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause then you're just like, well, why couldn't you be your own? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some banana nut crunch with whipped cream swirled in the center. Or yeah, a banana butt crunch or <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my bad. Banana Dave, nut David crunch. And- David wants a dual scoop of that banana butt crunch with the hot marshmallow sauce. Yes. Banana butt mm, crunch with so marshmallow sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, man. My ice cream's melting. John, what's your dislike? <laughs> oh, man. I better hurry. It is hot out there. I, I gotta admit, you know. Gotta eat that ice cream fast. That's stupid to say. Anyway, um... <laughs> My dislike this week is, I don't know if you guys will have a lot to say about this. This might be a little monologue situation, but it is the, the idiom, uh, the phrase, tongue and cheek. Are you guys um, familiar with this? I, yeah, I've definitely heard tongue and cheek, but I think I need, I need like a yeah. deeper definition. Yeah, I, I have heard it, Didn't, but I also would like to have it defined. Uh, tongue and cheek, how, do you, how, do you, how does one define tongue and cheek? Is yes. it because you always bite um, your tongue in your cheek? What? Like, no. like, you know, you actually, like, you're trying to eat a banana split, and you you bite the inside and you of your fuck. cheek. And you're like, fuck, I just did a, I just done did a tongue-in-cheek. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. <laughs> I just done did. 
<laughs> a, a, a tongue in cheek. When somebody is being tongue in cheek, it means that they're like being a little sly, a little clever. You know, they got they're like tell a little cheeky. You know, they're t- telling a clever joke, and they're just like they're like a little tongue in cheek. You know, <laughs> they gotcha. You know, it's um, and I'm talking like an asshole because uh, it is an asshole phrase. You know, like I <laughs> just. The name of it, tongue in cheek, grosses me out. The visual of it, if you can imagine somebody is like about to tell a joke, he's gonna tell a joke on you. He's like puts his tongue in his cheek. He's like, <laughs> well, maybe that's why you don't get the ladies' tongue in cheek. Yeah. You know, oh. Okay. The visuals, <laughs> the visual sucks, and the definition sucks too. You know, like it, it just, it's just an asshole phrase. <laughs> I actually got it pulled up here. Um, according to dictionary.com, tongue in cheek is. Something told in an ironic, flippant, or insincere way. And the example they have here is, like, absolutely perfect for her why I hate it. Quote, One suspects that he is writing with tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> it's just, like, a fucking dumbass, like, snarky, like, sh- like pseudo-Shakespearean way uh, of saying things. You know? Huh. Yeah, I ju- I, it just, it, it has always bothered me, and it just grosses me out. I hate imagining the kind of person, like, they don't, you don't even have to say t- tongue-in-cheek, but if you're the kind of tongue-in-cheek person, you're just, like, a funny guy who has a one-up on everybody. <laughs> you're so clever, you know? I just hate that kind of person, you know? The, at the last place I lived, the, my, na- my next-door neighbor had a mental break, like an actual mental break, and um, he was standing in the middle of the street, and we had, like, dog problems, like, his dogs didn't like my dogs and vice versa, and he was standing in the middle of the street, and I was just, like, standing outside of my house looking at him because I'm an idiot. And um, and he looked at me. He was, like... And he started yelling to me about my dog and how he was going to kill my dog and how his dog was superior. And I, was, and I said, what the fuck are you talking about? And uh, he said, tongue-in-cheek, I see. And it was just, like, oh, you look... I don't... Like, I had sympathy for him before, but, like, he was, like, tongue-in-cheek, I see. It's, like, you little... It's 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 a neckbeard thing to say. Does that make sense? <laughs> a neckbeard, yeah, I got it. I totally got it. Like a just a neck neckbeard uses the word clever too much. It's clever is key here. You think you're clever. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but I got news for you. <laughs> yeah, that guy was fucking crazy, by the way. But that's neither here nor there. Just don't say tongue in cheek and don't do tongue in cheek. It's it's uh it's a coward's way of doing sarcasm. Yeah, that's yeah, all I'm yeah. gonna say. <clears throat> It's, it's kind of like putting other people down, but like in a in a passive, passive aggressive kind of way, almost. Uh, yeah, it definitely can be used like that, and like I would say it's like fifty percent that and fifty percent like I'm having an aside with you, like a little something's going on over here, and like I lean over to you, David. And I'm just like, <laughs> looks like somebody's had a little too much of the drink, tongue in cheek. Um, I don't <laughs> I, I don't actually say tongue in cheek, but I have to say it for this example because I'm not a very good actor. Okay, um, got it, got it. <laughs> yeah. It smacks of somebody who's thinks that they're better than the person that they're talking to. Got it. Okay. You know? Well, I hate tongue and cheek too. Then. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm glad I could I, sell this to you. I can't. I can't say I've ever used it in my my life, and I don't think I've ever actually heard it in real life. So, I don't. Oh, I no? don't want to. No, I don't think I've ever heard anyone actually just like in conversation use that. So. I uh, I don't know that I have Maybe either. TV shows. Yeah, TV shows, books use a lot, like especially old books. It's kind of an outdated phrase. So anybody who uses yeah. it in this era is just an even bigger asshole. Right. But um, yeah, it's like it's more me. Uh, 
it's it's yeah that's a perfect word for it smarmy you know you're just a little like a little weasel man you know yeah don't don't lend your money to anybody who uses the word phrase uh, tongue in cheek okay, you're not getting it back I hate weasels man fucking weasels these little slimy boys yeah uh, just like the word words together just gives me an image of something's like tongue out and like against their cheek and they're like you know what I mean like I get that's the mental image I get and it's not very fun well and yeah the and, and the image I'm trying to give to you guys it's like so specific but like okay so imagine I'm gonna try to sell this and you might have to delete this and if I don't deliver okay but uh so I'm telling you guys a story about Stacy from accounting right and uh, she's been a little on the rocks everybody knows that with her husband lately right mm-hmm. and um something tells me that uh you know like i actually like put my tongue against my cheek and just like kind of like nod over to accounting it's like <laughs> fucking uh steven's over there getting the goods you know what i'm saying and it's just like oh. yeah, does that make sense yes i totally get it now tongue in cheek and you're like mm, okay <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay you you get what i'm saying you get what i'm saying yeah, yeah that guy that okay. guy okay it's yeah. horrible. Every that, that facet is horrible, of this yeah. is, yeah. So don't be a ch- tongue-in-cheek person. Don't say tongue-in-cheek. And in fact, eradicate it entirely. Yeah, get rid of it. I don't like anything that puts other people down when... <laughs> <laughs> says says the co-host of the podcast that, like, is 50% negative. I know what you're saying, but, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, a lot of times <laughs> we're just like, fuck Broken Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's more just for funsies. But we don't actually we don't actually hate Broken Arrow, you know what I mean? And we're not being tongue and cheek about it. Yeah, we're not. We're just I'm just being a dumbass, really. But um, but yeah, yeah. Anything that puts someone else down or like that attitude where you think you're like so uh, I don't know, so much better than everybody. Like I think I mentioned like I went to this award ceremony, and there is a Scottish guy that's sitting behind me, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah so I, I, how, do you, how are you feeling? Or he said something. I was like, like oh right. And I just like made kind of a joke, just saying, he's like, oh, being here kind of feels like a punishment, right? And he's like, I was like, oh, it's like, well, wouldn't be, wouldn't it be a ceremony without a complaint? Oh, that's yeah. a tongue in cheek asshole. Yeah, that's a tongue in cheek asshole. And I was like, and I immediately fucking hated that dude. I was like, you're, just, dude, I'm just fucking breaking the ice here. Go fucking eat, eat shit. And it just immediately made me hate him so bad. Yeah, the only people who like tongue-in-cheek assholes are other tongue-in-cheek assholes and weak-minded people who want to date them. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Just make sure, take a look at all your friends and find out which one is the most clever in a bad way. And if uh, they seem like a tongue-in-cheek person, you got to cut the fat from your life. You know, separate the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, not worth it. Not worth it at all. Not worth it. Eradicate it. A while ago, when I went out with like uh, some work friends and I met this guy, um, forgot his name, doesn't matter, and... Uh, he was an absolute tongue-in-cheek D-bag. Like, he, he was a pilot, like, and he wasn't really talking to anybody. And uh, he was just like, oh. Like, but he looked super cool, and he just had that look on his face. And I, I was just like, oh, it's that kind of guy. And he's like, he just leans, like, leans over to me, like, because he's not talking and nobody's talking to him. So he's like, he's just like, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a pilot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah? I'm like, yeah, yo, you fly airplanes? He's like, yeah, yeah, that's what a pilot is. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, like I am the wrong person for you to talk to. Go talk to someone <laughs> else, you fucking asshole. <laughs> this will not end yeah. well for you. Immediately, we're not friends. Immediately. It's just like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Him saying that that's what pilots do is a good example of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I mean, it's, like, it's delivered in a serious way, but it's sarcastic and 
meant to be a deliver uh, meant to be a joke. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's saying that I'm an idiot. Like he took me completely serious that I didn't realize pilots flew airplanes. You know what I mean? And I like obviously I'm making a fucking joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like I know that pilots fly airplanes, but he's like, yeah, it's what a pilot is. That's, that's what pilots do, or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I know you fucking ass. Uh, yeah. Not all pilots. That's true. Yeah, some pilots keep the fucking heat on. <laughs> oh shit the, the movie uh, American Psycho the, all those people are tongue in cheek people uh, yeah I would say that yes no. for sure except for, except for maybe Patrick Bateman himself because he doesn't understand how to do it you know yeah I guess it's true he does yeah, well, he's, yeah yeah he, he's such a like on the surface robot that he does there's no like real depth to him but all of his asshole like yuppie trust fund friends yeah they're for sure tongue in cheek absolutely yeah um uh david uh i don't know if you've noticed but it's uh it's been your turn for a second buddy huh oh. how about you uh, but yeah knock the tongue out of my cheek and tell us to like round out this episode <laughs> all right that's weird yeah that's weird <laughs> i'm not gonna knock the tongue out of your cheek but yeah, all right. Thanks, John. I'll, I'll move on with my positive because we, we end positive on this podcast. And I know one of the first episodes we did, I remember I said I really hate riding a bicycle and I'd rather do anything else in the world than ride a bicycle. And I just want to say now that it's proof, I am proof in this world that change really does happen. Why, David? Because riding a bicycle is like one of the best parts of my day. I ride a bike like almost every single day, two times a day now. And it's it's super enjoyable. <laughs> so obviously nice. that's a lot different from my... And I remember I was like, I truly hated riding a bike when I talked about it. Like, You were embarrassed to ride a bike. I was embarrassed, yeah. But now, uh, I think living in Taipei, I, like I said, I ride a bike all the time now. And here in Taiwan, at least, I can't speak for every other place, country... Embarrassment is not the same as it is in the U.S. Like, you can look like a total nerd, like, on a scooter, you know, like a Razor scooter. You'd see someone riding down on a scooter, like, what the heck? What's wrong with that guy? You know what I mean? Or you see someone on a bike, and it's like, you know, like, just a crusty old bike with a basket. Like, if you have a basket and a, a bell, like, bring, bring. It's like, what a fuck? What is this, the 1920s? Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? <laughs> fuck this guy. Yeah. It's easy to be embarrassed and make fun of people in the U.S., but here, people ride the, like, dirtiest, most belliest, ringing bikes with the biggest baskets, and nobody cares. Nobody's embarrassed. Nobody gives a shit. And maybe that's, like, taught me to, like, not give a damn. But, yeah, it's not an embarrassing thing. Like, people ride bikes all the time. And, it's like I said, it's super enjoyable. I, I ride a bike to work every day. It's, like, a 20-minute bike ride. And uh, it's like one of the best parts of my day is riding that bike over there, feeling the wind and uh, and dodging traffic. That was one of my likes before too. Is dodging traffic. There's a lot of traffic here, and on a bike, you you almost get hit every day, and it's it's, it's nice. fun. And you almost run over people, and people like kind of get mad at you because like uh, <laughs> you're gonna run you're them gonna, over. you're gonna run them away. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, but yeah, it, it's just super enjoyable, and it, it's healthier. And like I said about gas earlier, I don't have to use gas. It's healthy for the world, healthy for you. And there's, and oh, they don't have those bikers here. They do in like rural, rural places. But in Taipei, they don't have those like ultra bikers with the pants and like, you know, the padded crotch so you don't hurt your bum. And then like that's the shirt that is really, really tight and the helmet and the, the glasses you wear to a baseball game. You know what I mean? 
they don't have those yeah. guys a lot around here. So I don't I don't see bikers here, and I'm like, God, I hate them. They're just people, you know, going to the grocery store, going to work. It's not, it's not an ultra sport, ultra awesome thing to do. You know? Yeah, because kind of no matter what in the U.S., you are part of some sort of subculture if you're on a bike. You're yeah. either like a little kid with pegs, or you're a gangster with a low rider bike, or you're a, like a a fucking programmer with a this this yeah a programmer cyclist or something like that or a hipster scum yeah you know? yeah you're something yeah you're something if you're riding a bike in uh, the U S but you're saying in Taiwan it's not really like that they're just getting around yeah it's non-existent there is no like stick to riding a bike you're not part of a group you're just a dude trying to get somewhere and you know what I mean yeah, yeah man I think like a lot of European cities have that too mm-hmm. and I think the difference is like riding a bike for functionality and then riding a bike to be a cyclist you know what I mean yes like you were saying yeah it kind of fits into both those things and I think riding a bike for function like I like I loved riding a bike in Europe because it was for function mm-hmm. you know and like you said there's no embarrassment but here like if i was to ride my bike to work people would be like what in the hell is wrong with you yes yeah, so, so, are you okay we have bike lanes but it's all because of like cyclists mm-hmm. or you know like you said the kid like kids with pegs and stuff like that like they, it's not for functionality here it's your saturdays are for biking mm-hmm. yeah that's that's it's a and it's a dumb thing like and i i do like that uh a lot of cities are getting bike lanes even springfield has a a few that go through the whole city but um but it's just like i i still feel like there's this mentality where it's just like oh shit there's somebody in the fucking bike lane you know like nah, 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 nah. you know mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's 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 something that we have to work around because there's like oh here's the bike list club you know yeah yeah it's like okay this guy's like bike list. Here, here's the my, my bikels here's old by George Bikels George Bikels <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but th- th- I feel like this is turning into a negative because it's it's negative in the U S so hardcore but biking is actually a very positive thing like like I said good for the earth like if there's no stick and you don't you don't have to worry about like people yelling at you or honking at you and then it, it's, it's an awesome thing to be able to bike to work in fact when i go back to the u.s i think about like where i can go that i can ride my bike easily you know you don't mean to ride a bike easily because it's such an awesome way to get to work right. and to come yeah. back and you know like you're and it, it helps wake me up before i get to work too because like you know it takes me like an hour to wake up but if i'm like riding a bike through a really busy city with everybody else trying to get to work and walking and riding bikes and driving then it really wakes you up because you're not trying to get hit by a, you know a truck or something, or like you're not yeah. tra- you're not trying to hit the old poor old lady that's like trying to trying to get to work. You know, I mean, if you hit a lady old lady on the bike, it's just your day's ruined. So yeah, that would suck. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're like more awake by the time I get there, and I'm like, oh, that felt good. Or like when you work all day long, like a twelve hour day, and you're like, ah, like think about take, even taking the MRT is kind of a, a hassle for me now, which is a, the subway we have here, and I used to love it, and I, I still do. But now you got to get on with all those people, and you're like, it takes just as much time to use MRT than to ride a bike. But now after a long day, you just get on the bike and you just take your sweet time. And there's not very many cars on the road because it's nighttime, and it's just a great feeling biking back home. Yeah, that seems uh, liberating. It seems awesome. Yeah, yeah it is. It's super awesome. Yeah, feels like a greater way to actually connect with your day, and like a, especially I've I've never ridden a bike in the morning. Like, mm. I don't think once. So that's got to be a much better way to wake up than like me sitting on a couch in the dark, looking at my phone, drinking four cups of coffee, and then still feeling tired when I'm done. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've been there too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's way better. Well, hell yeah, man! I'm glad you had this turnaround. You know, me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's it's changed my changed my mind on bikes. 
and bikers. Well, not bikers. Like, you know, the cyclists wearing the whole getup and, like, being arrogant somehow because they're riding a bicycle. I don't get. I still don't like that. But, but as I don't bikers... Unders- yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go. No, you go ahead. No, no, no. Okay, I don't fucking understand why they have to have it. Why do you have to wear it? Yeah, and why do you have to have that attitude? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know about the attitude because I've never like talked to him. But like, it just seems like there's an attitude with the outfit. Mm-hmm. Like, tour, tour de France. I understand why you're wearing the outfit. You want to streamline that shit so you can win the fucking Tour de France. Yes. You know. But this is your Tuesday workout in Springfield, Missouri, and you have to put on that that get up. And I'm like, what does it do? Man, I'm, I'm, and I'm, maybe there's an answer and I don't know it. Like, I honestly don't know. So if anybody knows why you have to put on the ultra tight clothes, like the slit clothes, like you're trying out for the Olympics to ride a bicycle in the middle of Springfield, please email me because I would love to know. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell you it's just chafing. A, chafing? Yeah. Man. Chafing. Okay, well, that makes sense. But I'll tell you what, I got my boot cut fucking Levi's right here. I just throw some uh, throw some <laughs> gold bond in there. You know, I'll That's be fine. Saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we'll I'm do saying. it. We'll do it. We'll do it old school. I don't care. Yeah, I got. It hurts. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you fucking stand up on the pegs. You know, you got you got a card in the spokes. Keep you awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Well, chafing I get. Chafing is no good. You know. Yeah. You protect your thighs. Don't for you know. Be nice to your thighs. But that's for, like, really long bike rides. I don't know if you're just, like, riding a couple miles just for the shits and giggles. You know what I mean? Like, because I've seen people put it on and they ride, like, a, like a couple blocks. And I'm like, ah, what? Yeah. And if you're doing, like, if you're doing, like, 80 miles, yeah, I get it. You don't, <laughs> you really don't want to hurt, but. Yeah, yeah. Toward, if you're like, doing, yeah, Tour de France shit, yeah, put on the get up. Yeah. Because it, it, it probably helps. That's why they wear it. But yeah. No. See, I, I thought it was just for aerodynamics, not for uh, protection. Oh, the chafing, the chafe, chafe, chafing. Chafing, chafing, chafe, chafe, chafe. My little Vaseline between the thighs will do the trick. Yeah, and maybe, okay, maybe if I saw a guy in the whole getup and he, he got off his bike and he just looked like the nicest, most humble guy I've ever seen in my life, I'd be like, man, bikers are cool as shit. But they're not. 90% of them are arrogant douchebags, you know what I mean? How do you guys? How do you guys know this though? Do you talk to bikers? Well, in Seattle, they're everywhere, and they're total douchebags on the road, and they're like laughed, and they get like pissed off at you if you're not far enough to the right, and they're like, oh, I've I've had people yell at me. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is so much I'm like, shut the fuck up. And I've seen him. I've seen him in line at the fucking PCR, or maybe not PCR. I forgot what it's called, but the the super organic grocery store and like just buying all sorts of shit and like them talking on cell phones and the way they talk like yeah yeah no I got a bike I got a bike all the way over here cause you know I got to meet this blah, blah, blah. and you can just hear the arrogance in their voice I, I, I bet in uh, Seattle they're everywhere so I got a huge taste of them there so really I was kind of hit the nail on the head with the programmer biker yeah exactly yeah. definitely yeah cause they're totally okay, that, that person that I get what? that I get what? One time I was crossing the road in downtown Eureka Springs, and I looked both ways for a motherfucking car, right? And I'm looking, and nothing's coming. And this biker is speeding down this this hill, you know, like going over. I'm gonna say he's probably going too fast. And he about hits me. He's like, "What would you do if I'd been a car?" I was like, "Well, sir, I looked both ways before I crossed the road, and I looked for a car. We don't have a designated bike lane, so you have to yield to me. What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but he was yelling <laughs> at me for crossing the road and I was like you weren't here <laughs> I wish you had hit me sir god damn that's, that's what you get for walking mm. loser I know golly 
<laughs> I just couldn't believe that. I was like, leave me alone. Trying to teach me a lesson. Get out of here. Yeah, it's, you have the whole ass road swerve around me. I don't know. Yeah, you can go on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And he had both lanes. He just had to, like, hit his brakes really hard in front of me. He's like, what if I'd been a car? I'm like, yeah. well, fuck, I would have been hit. Yeah, but that, look. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he did that on purpose. He could have missed you, and he could have been fine. He also has brakes, too, you know? Yeah. But they don't have to put on brakes. They're walking. Slow your ass down. Yeah, no, they got to make it a point. It's like, no, you watch out for me. I'm not yeah, gonna move for anybody. You know, and he's like, that, that, that's, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. You move for me, motherfucker. I hate that shit so much. Yeah. Bikers are like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love riding bikes. As long as you're not like that, it's got negative <laughs> yeah. again. You got ne- got negative again. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> sorry. If you're a biker and you're really nice, I'm very sorry, but there's, I, I haven't met you. <laughs> well, that's the end of the uh, that's the end of the episode, y'all. Thanks for uh, listening to this one. We learned a lot today, guys. What, uh, such as what? I feel like we did. We learned about uh, depressing oil issues. And how you should... Tongue-in-cheek? Tongue-in-cheek. How you should be community focused mm, yep mm-hmm. um Allie's favorite ice cream yep yep yeah be be uh look be aware of bicyclists yes uh be aware of yourself wear boots even if you're not a boots <laughs> person <laughs> wear boots <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's a good episode thanks a lot guys and thank you all for listening we don't know why you do but we sure do appreciate it Absolutely. I think that's what I say yeah yeah I know I already um, said it but thank you Haley and Gavin for the for the the talks the talks with us send us an email you already know where to do that um but what you should do is uh leave us a review if you're not do- if you're listening on itunes for some reason go ahead leave us a re- review on itunes um we only have three on there so maybe you could even that out that'd be great <laughs> but um more importantly we're on spotify uh, I think it's mobile only. Go to our page right below, right below our little picture. There's a little star there. Um, you could choose one through five stars. I suggest five stars. I think that would be cool. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, but you can leave whatever you want. Just know that you're you're kind of a piece of work if you choose less than five stars. <laughs> a, a real jazz apple. Is that a real thing? A jazz apple? No, I, I just made that. I think so too, yeah. I was about to say, I've never <laughs> heard of jazz. You're a real jazz apple. You're a real, you're a real jazz apple, aren't you, sweetheart? You're, you're a bluesy pair, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you keep on trumpin- trump- trumpeting. Anyway, um. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and leave, leave us a review. This is quality entertainment. You've. You fucking know it. Yeah, you you know. You know, you know. You know. Share it with your friends. Let them know. Yeah, t- show your family. Show your friends. Um, you know, check out girl. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not your kids, though. I don't think it'd be very appropriate for, like, young kids. No, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. But, Ali, if they, if they want to send us an email or a message, uh, where, where can they reach us at? Y'all can find us or email us at podcasthearsout at gmail.com or send us a message on Facebook and Instagram at podcasthearsout. Just look for the sad balloon. And alternatively, if you guys want to be on the show and you live in the Tulsa area oh, yeah. and know me, give me a phone call or give me a text and we'll get that worked out. Yeah, anybody knows me, which I'm sorry guys, I've not done very well for our listener base. I'm not, not helping out in that genre. But yeah, hit me up, and uh, you can definitely be on the podcast. 
Yeah, and if you don't live with uh, near any of these other two Jackos, then uh, you can contact me and we can use technology to get you on. It'll be really easy. Uh, you can do <laughs> oh, one yeah. topic. Yeah, it's uh, 2022, guys. <laughs> if, you, if you're in the 417 area code... Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, one topic, two topics, the whole episode, we don't give a hoot. You know, it's all fun and games. Yeah, whatever you want to do. This was episode 59 of Hear Us Out. I'm your host, David. I'm John Paul. And I'm Allie. Thanks for listening in. See you guys next time. Every Wednesday morning, we sacrifice a scissor tail swallow. <laughs>